The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Die for you, Nathan McKinnon. It's getting pulled while perfect. Vlad Jr. embarrasses the Yankees. And Faker Mayfield's disrespected. All on a hat-tricking, Twitter-buying, Throwback Thursday edition. Yeah. Of the program, Jake. Oh, my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right. Yeah. Got the uh, the big show today. Uh, we decided to go with the A-plus treatment today. Uh, we went uh, pistachios over regular peanuts. We have a cheese plate out. Um, kiwi to our fruit tray. Spice it up a little bit for you guys. You know? Can't have the same old sex every night. You gotta get, you know, gotta mix it up every now and then. You know? Wanna keep you guys go- wanting, c- coming back for more. Hey, boys! No, I didn't mean that. I don't know where that went there. But 303 831 the hotline. The Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us, my brothers. Uh, We got a lot to talk about. Vaughn Miller, <laughs> my brother. <laughs> Super MVP. Um, yeah, we'll start with the Avs. Nine goals for the Avs. A season high. Has anyone scored nine goals this season? Yes, somebody's scored 11. Whoa. Um, I forgot who it was. Um, but, but yeah, there was 11 goals scored this season. Okay, let's just name any team. <sighs> I'd say the Hurric? Panthers? Uh, I want to say the Oilers. I'll check. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Rockies had the day off yesterday. We still have a couple days until the Nuggets. Um, we'll see what they can do against the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they can't lose the first two games, and then oh well, the season doesn't start till someone or the series doesn't start till somebody loses at home. Nah, that won't work for these Nuggets. They got to go get Game One uh, or Game Two. And I think game one would probably be the game that they could go steal. They can steal game one, potentially. And we'll go from there. You know, I can't talk about game three until they get through game one. I got to see what this thing looks like. I got to see if Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole and... Moody, they're you know they're they're little scrapper rookie. They got to see if these guys are going to be able to deliver. I don't think Steph Curry's playing on Saturday night. I personally believe that. I personally believe that Steph Curry's not playing in this game. I think once they lose a game and the series is in jeopardy, Steph comes right back on the floor. But I think Golden State thinks. They might be able to beat these Nuggets without Steph, which they can't. They cannot do it. Can't do it. Can't win with them. I want winners. It was Pittsburgh. 
Oh, the, the penguins, penguins against. Like we could have came up with that. The Detroit Red Wings. Damn. Uh, Eleven to two. Wow. So Nathan McKinnon goes hat trick, right? Hattie, yes, sir. plus two assists with the yeah! with a jacked up wrist. You know, don't don't forget about that. Incredible. This guy's in the MVP of the NHL, right? Mm. Oh, Austin Matthews is like he's the first American that's gonna score like sixty goals. It probably what's won't his be. team? What does he play for? Austin Matthews. Hold on, don't let's not don't look. Don't you cheater? Stop. Maple, Maple Leafs. I don't know. Who does Austin Matthews pay, play for? The answer I found is Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even do hockey. Take that for data. I don't even do hockey. But I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Let's do that hockey. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Let's go, Avs. Can you save a few of those, like three or four of those goals of the nine? I'd rather them scored five, saved four of those goals for like game three of the second round of the playoff, something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think it works like that. Oh. So a franchise record 53 victories for the Avalanche. That, you know, that's kind of got lost in the nine goals in the hat trick. 53 wins. I mean, we're talking about... Forsberg and Sackick and Wah and Footer and Milan and Blake and dudes. You know, lots of dudes. And none of those guys got 53 wins. So it's pretty special. This season has been very special for the Avalanche. And it's been better than last season, and we expect it to end better too. Are they just that overwhelming they can go in there and just do teams in the playoffs or is there certain I don't because the Golden Knights are not the same team last year as they are this year so I mean is there another team like the Golden Knights who can get in the Avalanche's way mm. let's pretend like there's not I'm gonna say no yeah just because that's I want I want to buy in yes and what are we really doing here believe going all in. we're going all in we're all in. We got nothing to lose so Let's go, Avs. You know? You right? You ready to compete for a Stanley Cup? How would that feel? It would feel... Great? Amazing. I that mean, would feel good. That would feel really good, a Stanley Cup. I think we'd need that. Do you know um, what needed to happen before the Denver Broncos could go win back-to-back Super Bowl championships? They had to get wrecked by the Jaguars. Yes, but also another franchise, the Avalanche, had to go win that thing and kind of set the bar high, kind of say, hey, Broncos, what are you going to do here? What are we doing here? And the Broncos went out there and answered the next two years with Super Bowl victories. Oh, you see? I see where you're going. Correlation? Something. I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. And I love Okay, it. you know, that's it. I don't know everything about everything, but I know a few things about some stuff. The and only I, team that can stand in the way of the Avalanche in the Western Conference. The Russians. The Calgary oh. Flames. So the Canadians. Well, not, not the Canadians, but the Canadian team Calgary Flames. The Canadians. The Montreal Canadians suck. The Habs. How about that uh, Darcy Kemper, though? 
Dang. He's really picked it up. You know, he started a little slow, but, you know, obviously that's going to happen when you are implemented a into a new team, a new system, um, and different looks being thrown at you. But now he's really settled yeah, in. Yeah, because at the beginning, he they, they were consistent like. Consistent improvement. Darcy's going to have systems that are going to make it easier for the players to do the job and execute the job. Remember but harder <laughs> for the defense. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty funny. That guy did have a pretty good season, you know. Playoffs. <laughs> okay, so playoffs. What if the Rockies win today? I'm hyped. Hosting the Cubs here. Yeah. What if they take the first two from the Cubs today and tomorrow? Are we going Saturday? No. <sighs> um, but here's the thing. It's oh. going to be great to see all these Cubs fans in Denver. Be disappointed because they're winning. They're sweeping the Cubs. Really? Let's go. I'm Why calling not? it right now. They're sweeping the Cubs. Dang. But uh, who goes today? Let me see. I'll tell you who goes today. Oh, you got the paper. Looking yeah. Like a Joe Williams out here. Yeah. Yeah. This whole thing. Uh, we got Freeland, who has the only loss for any Rocky starter this season. This is a huge year for Kyle Freeland. I mean, he either bounces back and wins 15 games, okay, and is a legitimate starter in this league, maybe even front-end starter, or it was all a flash in the pan. I mean, straight up. It was all – because last year, he was good. He was good. Garbage. Sorry. Garbage. Garbage. Straight up. <laughs> I mean, it's just – I'm just telling the truth, you know? And this radio show from our – believers our followers has been referred to as the first church of what nothing, nothing but, but the, the truth. truth so help me god whatever god that may be hell no hell no to, to the, the no, no 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 yeah nice good call bishop bowinkle dang this show's good this show's got a little bit of everything did the guy who only texts about uh, hockey when we talk about hockey texting yet? No, but we got a text from DIA Burt. He says, you also got to remember, guys, they got the Hurricanes on Saturday night, and then at the end of the season, they have the dreaded Minnesota Wild. Ooh. I'll be resting my guys by then. Probably. I, I wouldn't play them. I mean, you already probably locked up the number one. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's go to break. Come back. Nice choice here on the music, of course. It is 9.13 a.m. We're live from the Tech Center. I am Danny Williams along with Jake Meyer. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Watch us at milehighsports.com. Check out this little two-piece Nuggets hoodie I got right here. I complimented with these new blazers I got on right here. Ooh, that's a nice fit. Plus oh, the white headphones. Ooh. Oh, this old outfit? Yeah, that's right. Ladies. Shake it up. It's all that we know. Damn. 
Hollow Notes is good in the morning. I wish my whole life could just be Hollow Notes. The Danny the Williams soundtrack. Brought to you by Hollow Notes. Let me do one real quick. It's Tommy Two Tone, Lover Boy, The Gin Blossoms, and your cool concert headliner, Daryl Hall and John Oates. I've seen them a couple times. They rock, these old dudes. It's not the same. I imagine, like, this were, like, the 80s or something, you know? And they're like, I'm making dreams come true. <laughs> Four great acts for one, <laughs> for one great price. For one great price. It's $10.51 because it's cool 105. I don't know if it's that cheap anymore. They used to do that. Now it's, like, it's $151. And zero cents. <laughs> Okay, so thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys, my brothers. Okay, um, I've been hearing all kinds of debate. For one, uh, we'll start with Russell Wilson. I heard someone ask if he's still elite. Uh, and then I heard someone on the kind of the flip side saying that he has a chance to, you know, play himself into all time greatness. Okay. Who and what is Russell Wilson at this point, legacy-wise, of his career? Where would we rank him, like, right now, today? If it was kind of like, say, okay, say he didn't come to the Broncos. Say he went to the Redskins and played for three or four more years. They made the playoffs one time, and he had good numbers, but it was just kind of, you know, he ended up about 400 home runs. Uh, 400 touchdowns and he retired okay kurt warner hmm oh yes if he retires oh jake year, beautiful he's kurt warner that's beautiful behind aaron Rodgers. yes behind aaron Rodgers. behind brad Favre. yeah uh, i'm trying to think of other behind steve Hold on. Ugh. With Steve Young and Kurt Warner. With Steve Young and Kurt Warner. Oh. But it's a good thing he didn't go to Washington and he's here in Denver and he can. I'm not saying if he would have went to Washington, Jake, that that's what would have happened. If he would have went to Washington, they'd have won playoff games and at some point maybe competed for one championship. Here in Denver, you're going to go compete for lots of championships. Okay. So, dang, I'd like that a lot. I think Kurt Warner is somewhere in the top 20. You could talk yourself into the top 15. Top 20 to Because you got 10 guys who are like all-time greats. Eh, I guess we got to do this. Okay, um, let's play this dirty game. You ready? Yeah. Okay, Elway. That's before we start getting like crazy. Let's keep, keep the top of the list taken care of. Peyton. Okay, Elway, Brady, Peyton, Montana. Right, you know, right? Right. You with me? Okay, I'm just going to draw a line under those guys, and then I'm going to start talking about guys like Favre. I'm going to start talking about guys like Marino, Breeze, Rogers. Um, Aikman, Bradshaw. 
Okay, I'm just thinking. You're gonna here. throw some thinking old school guys. Uh, in yeah, there, Unitas. Like Unitas. Yep. Uh, Tarkington on the side. Tarkington. Is Namath in that mix? No, no he has more not. picks. He's a he's an enigma wrapped right. in a mystery. He I want to kiss you. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Um, he had more interceptions than he did touchdown passes over a career, but he had maybe this one of the five greatest wins in the history of the NFL. Okay, I guarantee it. Um, okay, I'm just thinking here. Just calm down, everybody. Calm down here. Um, I'm probably leaving one or two guys out here. Cam Newton somewhere in the top twenty. Um, no, I'm putting on the side here in my okay, targeting okay. tin, kind of. Uh, I'm trying to think of you know, the top 25, the top 20 all-time greatest quarterbacks in the history of the league, okay? I mean, if you're thinking, you know, well, you get, Cam's your guy. You know what I mean? But he's in front of Boomer Sison and Phil Simms. Oh, like, yeah. Okay? He's in front of Randall Cunningham and Michael Vick. Those guys aren't on this list. Those guys aren't even up for consideration of greatest of all time because they weren't great enough. Do you throw uh, Big Ben? Yes, absolutely. And Eli, too. Jim Kelly? Yes, absolutely. Jim Kelly, personal friend of the shows. Uh, we had a catch together. He threw the ball right in my chest and hurt me on purpose. But I caught it. I think uh, now we're getting into the Kurt Warner, Steve Young. Okay, uh, Eli. Um, and now, hold on. I might be willing to put Russell with Eli and Big Ben. Okay? Okay. So... Let's do a bit of a who'd you rather here, okay? I'm not going to waste my time with Brady, Elway, Peyton, Montana, Favre, Breeze, Rogers. But would you rather Marino or Russell? I'll take Russell. I'll take Russell. No disrespect, Dan Marino, you psychopath. Remember that stuff from yesterday? Uh, yeah. Uh, his cussing and losing his mind. And... Uh, <laughs> Nick Bonacani was like, whoa, like you freak show. Uh, okay, you know, you, Jesus. Brad, so it's weird. You can't, Aikman and Bradshaw are in this weird little spot of like, they won three Super Bowls each, you know, four Super Bowls for Bradshaw. But like, the numbers were so pedestrian for both guys. I think Aikman doesn't have 200 passing touchdowns. Like, he has like 170. So let me take a look. How many passing touchdowns does Troy Aikman have for his career? Sorry, I don't know the answer to that one. Okay. That's for nothing. Useless. <gasps> 165. Wow. That's nothing. 165 passing it, touchdowns? Yeah, it was a different NFL. And also, you got to think about Emmett Smith. And that's probably why Troy Aikman okay, doesn't have those I feel touchdowns. You, I guess, but, but it doesn't That's mean half the amount of Russell Wilson, just about. You know what I mean? So uh, I think Terry Bradshaw's got the same kind of thing. How many uh, touchdowns does Terry Bradshaw throw? Terry Bradshaw had 244 total touchdowns during his NFL career. Not bad. That's a lot, actually, especially for back in that era. Era, right? Yeah, it, it, it was pretty impressive. Terry Bradshaw and the Steelers, you know, ran it back in the day. I'm going to put numbers by guys. We got to put like a do a number count here if it's going to be like a real scientific experiment. Okay. So Favre or Russell Wilson? Mm, Favre. Favre, yeah. Five. Breeze or Russell? I'm leaving those guys off. I'm only putting guys right now that we know for sure. This one's tough. I hey, mean, uh, we'll talk, debate it in a second. Just give me a second. Um, let's uh, Rogers, right? Rogers all day. So that's six. Uh, United seven. 
Hmm, interesting. Now I'm in a weird spot here. Brady, Elway, Peyton, Manning, Joe Montana, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and Johnny Unitas. So check this now. I'm going to just name these other guys here, okay? Hear what I'm saying. Marino, Breeze, Aikman, Bradshaw, Jim Kelly, Fran Tarkenton, Eli, and Big Ben. Oh, Steve Young. I kind of think that Russell Wilson is right in the category of all those guys, right in the middle with obviously a rest of a career yet to be defined. That's exciting. So you could say Brady, Elway, Peyton, Montana, Favre, Rogers, Unitas. Those guys are definitely greater all time. Oh, uh, Breeze. Breeze. Eight. Okay. Definitely all time, you know, better and greater than Russell Wilson. But actually, Breeze didn't do any more than Russell Wilson did in the league. He didn't do more. Russell Wilson wins one more Super Bowl. We eliminate Marino. I'd eliminate Aikman and Bradshaw. I passes up. Breeze. I pass up Kelly. I pass up Tarkenton, definitely, who didn't win a championship. And if Russell has two, I pass Eli and Big Ben, too. And you're thinking, well, those guys have two each. Well, kind of. It's like R- R- Ruthless Boner has one and a half, and Eli's just underappreciated all time. It's just what it is. Steve Young's a different kind of dude here. Like, it's hard to categorize Steve Young, his career. So Russell Wilson has a chance to go down is. You know, you could argue he's one of the 10 greatest quarterbacks right now. You can definitely say he's one of the 15 greatest. He's already one of the 15 greatest quarterbacks in the history of the National Football League. Tell me. So, wow. And he's 33. Give me five more years of the same Russell Wilson that he had 10 years of in Seattle. And this team will win a Super Bowl. And maybe compete for another. That's it. That's what we're doing here. That is the goal. That's what this thing is about. That's what the journey is. You know, uh, stories, the best you know part of a, a novel ain't in the first chapter always. It's not going to happen overnight. But also, you know, sometimes the middle of your novel has suspense, romance, plot twist, death of a main character you never saw coming. All narrated by Seal. You became the light on the dark side of me. Love remains a drug what music was back in my day beautiful <sighs> kind of a low point in music the light you shine can be seen all right we'll go to break come back and talk about the nuggets we're getting closer to this thing happening they're the golden they're the mighty golden state warriors okay but we have the back-to-back mvp of the entire league who Draymond uh, disrespected by saying KD should have been that guy. I think, well, actually, did KD say? KD said Embiid should have been the guy. Yeah. All kinds of disrespect. These guys can't bear fathoming and living in a, a world where uh, Big Honey takes 
two MVPs away from guys like Embiid and Giannis and Durant and LeBron. It's without fathom. Hey, listen. The problem with these guys is that they are haters. Okay? All, all of these guys. Better get, hey, better get used to it. Because this guy's a back-to-back MVP. Who's to say he can't be three in a row if the Nuggets win 55, 60 games next year? Oh, oh. baby! My life's worth Headshot, boys. White Town. You got me in love, oh girl. <laughs> Do it, man. You kidding me? I saw on Twitter it's uh, the anniversary of one of David Bowie's. Um, we'll play it. Um, let's dance. You guys see the video, too. It's weird. The 80s were so freaky. You know? It's and, your time. No. I know. Well, if I'm here. And you're here. Doesn't that make it our time? Uh, okay, so let's get serious here. Where were we? Uh, Russell Wilson amongst the greats. Okay. Um, and what his are we? Am I, did, are we like? over that? Did that last segment overvalue Russell Wilson because he's ours? No, he's. Got the Super Bowl. He's got the statistics. He's been at two Super Bowls. He won one. He has 300 uh, passing touchdowns. Almost He's 400. one of the greatest winners. He's one of the greatest winners in the history of the league. When it comes to just straight up wins, most wins through 10 years, winning percentage, quite frankly, nobody's Nobody does done it better. better. It's no slogans. Just, just a lot of wins. Winners. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. What's like unfathomable, what's without fathom is that he's seemingly right in the middle of his prime. He thinks, Russell Wilson thinks he's not even halfway there. Russell Wilson thinks he's not even halfway there. He thinks he's doing some Tom Brady stuff. He thinks he's playing until he's 45 years old. That's what he's driven to do, he's destined to do. That's what his uh, life coach has, has planned for, help him plan moving forward over the next 10 years. That's what Sierra has bought into. That's what the, you know, the family's going to have to accept and live with. All that kind of stuff. That's interesting and very exciting and uh, unique. Okay, this is more than just, I will see him. I'm going to play as long as I can play. Not to drag me off the field. I love the game. I love to play the game. Playing football. At West Canaan might have been the opportunity of your life, but, but I, I don't, don't want, want your life. life. He wants that life. But I do want that your life. life. Right? Yeah. So it just is exciting. And we'll see what the next two years look like in the next five. And we'll I can only imagine. I can only imagine. That's our Christian rock album. We cover a couple Christian rock songs, depending on the crowd or who's, you know, higher uh, midnight romance. That's me, Jake, Nigel, and Zach. Zach, yeah. Zach's in our band? I think so. Okay. 
uh yeah we're midnight romance so like if we have to go play like at a youth church thing you know if they pay we'll be there if they pay we'll be there the rate's ten thousand. we're like any money you know of course we'll come up to the monarch or i'll you know the lodge or you know uh maristar i'll rock i'll rock that shizzle out friday night and saturday night but i need the master suite I need uh, I need a couple thousand dollar chips to lay down to play. I need a penthouse. Damn, that's sweet. It's sweet. <laughs> that's funny. Well, going back to Russell Wilson, I really don't blame him for anything that happened last year. There was tension in the locker room, probably between him and Pete Carroll, um, all season long. I, I heard that tension goes back to 2018, 2019 when they lost to Dallas in, in the playoffs. And the injury, you got to account for that. And the, I mean, poor offensive line play. The running game was, you know, down. It picked it up in the, in the end of the season, which, you know, inflated their numbers a little bit. But, you know, for the majority of the season, they were struggling. Mm-hmm. So I don't really put almost any of that on Russell Wilson. Okay. At all, you can obviously put you know some of his struggles on him, but I think most of it is on the Seahawks. Okay, um, I think he just, I think he just went to kind of his the end of the road he felt there. And you can either go through, I think he, over the last three years, he went through their rebuild or a reboot. Okay. It's a, it's a rebuild. It's a rebuild, rebuild. but it's It's not a, it's a a reboot, reboot. but it's not a rebuild. It's It's a rebuild. It's It's a reboot. Again, it's a, it's, it's, it's exciting. exciting. I'm humbled to be here, man. It's a, (laughs) it's a, (laughs) no one, it's a better than Vance, but, um, it's uh, yeah. I think that the last three years was Russ waiting for this thing to turn back over. Okay, and he saw another three years of maybe them spinning their tires, and he didn't like the direction of maybe some of the coaches. He didn't like the direction of maybe some of the front office personnel, some of the way they handled their business, some of their philosophy anymore. And again, the owner, their owner, died. Paul Allen, is that right? I think that's... Uh, yeah. Who was the former owner of the Seahawks? Here's an answer from Statista.com. The Seattle Seahawks are owned by Paul Allen, who bought the franchise for $194 million U.S. dollars in 1997. <laughs> I'm hitting on like all cylinders today with the facts and the stats. 99% accurate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that guy died a couple years ago. So we don't know their relationship. All that kind of stuff. So the Broncos are just in a, we're in a rare. I was talking about this with a really good friend of mine, Emmanuel Sanders. And we we were talking about like just guys being due. Sometimes you just come up at the right time. So. Debo Samuel came uh, as a friend of Emmanuel's came to one of JJ and Princeton's basketball games. He's like, Hey man, somebody, this is my homie. This is Debo Samuel right here. And I was like, um, 
Hey, Mr. Samuel, sir, I'm the coach of the team. I'm Princeton and JJ's coach. <laughs> Love your work out there. Uh, and I was like, Debo on the I was line. like, what to do, babies? And he was like, yeah. What to do, baby? Yeah. And that was cool. But Debo Samuel right now is asking for $25 million and will likely become the highest paid receiver in the history of the National Football League. And this guy's just time is up. The time is right. He did something. Uh, he was so unique of a player last year. You can't like really measure and qualify and quantify his worth as a receiver because he's like a running back too. And that's it, man. So it, yeah. So Debo is about to get paid yeah. big time. So now would you say it's time to pay Russell right now? So you don't have to. Prices no, are only going to no, rise. No, no, no. Prices are only going to rise for the cost of a quarterback and just anybody. Russell in knows the, in the all of this. The uh, Randy Gregory's. Who else was uh, added in this? DJ season? Jones. DJ Jones from the 49ers. Uh, the t- Tomlinson, the tight end. Uh, Kareem. Kareem Jackson's back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a free agent class right there. Um, they also. He joined a team that has two receivers in their mid-20s locked up um, for the next two or three years. He doesn't have to worry about none of that stuff. And Patrick and Cortland Sutton. Uh, Jerry Judy's a first-round pick, makes a certain amount of money. I think he knows that all of these things couldn't have happened and, and stood the way they are if he would have came in and got that $50 million now. So he's playing like on what, 20, like $30 million right now? Is he playing like on $30 million? I think it's around there. How much is Russell Wilson making this year? Russell Wilson's salary was $19 million. Ew. That's it? Goo. Hold on a sec. That can't be right. Um, he might have got, got some kind of big signing bonus up front back then. Let me see here. But if that's the case, you got to pay him now. No, no. Pay him now. Next year. One year. This We'll try to win it this year on this cheap deal. What okay. Do you, what do you think? I, I can see that happening, but it's going to cost you in the long run. You know, he's selling his Washington mansion for $36 million. Oh, 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 damn. Pay him. <laughs> Pay that man his money. Great cash, homie. Wow. What what, what what looking up here? What was it doing? Russell Wilson's uh salary. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, okay. How, Let's see. How much here. is he set to make? I got, this it, I got year. it, I got it, I got it. Are you ready? Yeah. Right now, Wilson has a very team friendly contract with relatively low salary cap of twenty four million. And twenty twenty two and twenty seven million in twenty twenty three. If we got him to, if we told him right now, in two years, we will make you the highest paid quarterback in the history of the National Football League. If you play two years on the rest of this contract right now, but over these next two years, we're going to spend a ton of money to build a championship team around you. Maybe that could have been part of the conversation. Certainly, Jake. Not maybe. Definitely. The contract situation or situation, as the homeboys would say, was discussed um, 
verbally agreed to, verified through all the layers of everyone in the Broncos organization who has to understand what's going to happen, and vice versa, Russell and his agent. This was talked about. This was discussed. This is not up in the air. This is not a maybe. There's a chance they're working on a new contract right now, and it'll happen before the start of the season. But it doesn't seem like that with the money the way it is, the money that they've spent, and what they look like they're trying to do for this season and next. You kidding me? Save all that for a promo. You kidding me? This is just, I don't know. I'm not sure what Nate Jackson and Chad Brown are doing right now. But I know it ain't this. Oh, yeah, they played in the league. What do you know? (laughs) If you don't know, now you know. Idiot. Oh, yeah, Danny. You suck. Oh, really? Well, thanks for tuning into the whole show. Appreciate that. I'm going to suck real good. Roasted. It's not like JJ now. Your mom. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Eight-year-olds or nine-year-olds are so dumb. It's like, it's never JJ. He's super smart. Are we going to one of these Nuggets games? I'm going to a playoff oh. game. I didn't say our, hey, Jake, I don't know if you were hearing what I said. I didn't say, hey, Jake, are you going to the Nuggets game? I said, hey, Jake, are we going to the Nuggets game? Hell yeah. Let's get it. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Let's go to break. Smell my sport. This is a let's dance. Transcendent. Is it? And they would ever like David Bowie. Was there everyone ever like David Bowie? I don't think so. I think no. he's very, very all-time kind of unique. Right? Absolutely. No doubt about it. Smiley Sports. Funky Jake. This is uh um This is a uh, Parlamore. No. You mixed Paramore and Parliament Funk. And who is it? It's David Bowie. Oh. Fame. This is David Bowie? Oh my. I I did not know that. That is weird, wild stuff. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried's impression of Johnny Carson yesterday on that joke. We can't really play it on the air, but oh man, that was so just. He said, "I told this joke to John, to Johnny, and Johnny loved it." He said, "Ugh, that was a good, a good, a good joke." Okay, Jokic, Nuggets. Then we're not going to be a basketball team. What happens in game one, Jake? Game one, I think Steph is a little rusty. He's playing, you think? Yeah, he's got that extra day. He's back at practice. He was back at practice yesterday. So So he's playing no matter what. He's going to play. I hope he plays because he won't be ready to play. He's going to be a little. Please play. I think he's going to be a little rusty. Please play and cost them game game one. First game back in a while. Then this is the first time. One for eight for nine for for three for Steph tomorrow. 
Ooh. Yeah. I, if, if that's the case, Clunky. I can 18 see 18 points done. on, you know, 25 minutes limited. They're trying to work him in. They just can't get right. Jordan Poole can't hit because they're trying to get Steph going again. Uh, all that. Clay's the X factor. Don't let Clay go for 30 and you have a and make keep Clay around 20. And then this is a lower scoring. All right, over there. I'm dying back here. What's going on? I'm coughing. I don't know. Nilla like, farting out there? No, he's actually doing a pod with uh, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew's funny. The what is it? The walk off walk podcast? Yeah, because yeah. Andrew could be like, be like, hey, Andrew, uh, you know, uh, something, something, something about something. He's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't really know about that. Okay. But then I'm like, uh, what about the um, Detroit Tigers? Oh, my God, the Detroit Tigers. Let me tell you about this. Oh, I just that rotation of theirs. And then the bullpen. I'm not sure about their bullpen. It's going to be a little shaky. And then the he loves baseball. His baseball stuff is second to none. But uh, going back to the Nuggets, uh, the, the Warriors have had Steph, Clay, and Draymond play together for only 11 minutes this season. Really? Only 11 minutes. Due to, you know, you know, injuries yeah. where they, you know, overlap. So, no, I get it. So I think that them playing all together, they haven't done it in so long. Wow. It might shake them up. I mean, that might not be used to it. No, it is. It's There's a the, lot of pressure. Not only that, it's the getting, getting Steph Curry, who hasn't played basketball in a month, back up to speed in the middle of a playoff game. Not so easy. I guess if anybody can do it, they can do it. But I think the Nuggets jump out in front and got to find a way to hold on. Golden State was going to come back and throw some punches. They'll have a big third quarter, and this could be a fourth quarter game. We'll see. Are we overblowing the fact that they haven't really played together? No, in the we're, no I'm, we're not overblowing it. Well, I, I mean, they, they of all people, like you said, should be able to do it. because Steph's had- 33 or 34 years old now. Uh, Clay didn't play for two years and has uh, got a cyborg leg now. He's half robot now. And Draymond's old. Draymond's not the same player. And they're starting to maybe think about, you know, other guys to do his former job because they got a lot, you know, those moody guys like the next Draymond. I mean, not exactly, but they got drafting guys to, you know, be in the next mold of, you know, to compliment Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson moving forward. I mean, they're still the Steph show, but they're in transition a little bit. You know, they are. And uh, Andrew Wiggins is the notorious Nuggets killer. He's had some big game against the, games against the Nuggets. But you got to turn all those guys who, it's, which seems like a bunch of depth, just into regular guys. And that's probably by um, uh, stopping Steph. Because right. if you kill the head, the, the body, body will die, die, according to you know some former football coaches that we know. Okay, so, you know, the, the depth, I think, is the reason why the Warriors were so good this year. But when it comes to the playoffs, you know, these guys are going to be playing the majority of the game, the starters. Your rotations are a lot, you know, smaller. Yeah. You're only going to have nine to ten guys that you're pulling off the bench or not that you're pulling into the game at all. So I think the depth of the Warriors is going to. Warriors! (laughs) It's going to actually, you know, not play as much of a factor as it did the entire regular season. Interesting, Jake. And you say Clay Clay Thompson is going to be the X factor. Well, who's going to be guarding him? Probably Aaron Gordon, the 
Nuggets X Factor. It's going to be a good series, I think. Really good. Looking forward to it. Kind of can't wait for for this thing. You go to the Mile High Sports watch party at Blake Street Tavern to watch the game at six thirty at Blake Street Tavern. Of course I am, Jake. But why don't you tell the listeners more about it? Oh yeah, it's at the Blake Street Tavern, six thirty mm-hmm. Nuggets watch party, Mile High Sports, Denver Stiffs. Tickets to Game Three are like sixty five plus your full charge. That ain't no thing, but a chicken wing, right? No thing. Not for a playoff game where they're going to go up. So we going? Two games to one. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's party together. I'm down. I want to party with you. Time for some White Claws. Well, flavor uh, White Claws we're going to do? You know, I'm going with the mango. <laughs> you and JJ love those mangoes. I'm going to go with the black cherry. And after like three of those, every flavor tastes the same. So if you want to go natural lime, if you want to go, they got this new Surge. 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 It's 8% alcohol. White Claws. They're not very good. <laughs> but I would do a deal with White Claw for trade. White Claw. Hey, brought to you by White Claw. And? And State Farm. Oh, wait. Good year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Back on their side, Smiley Sports. Smiley.